You are listening to Something Rather Than Nothing. Creator and host, Ken Vellante. Editor and producer, Peter Bauer. Yeah, so I, you know, so whoever I select, I ask them, like, all right, you know, when I, when I grab the plastic, you come and grab the rest of the roll and just start start wrapping uh, me. Um, and that's a pretty much the extent of my my instructions, right? You know, and then I say, well, you know, and yeah. then and then cut it off and leave. Oh, and I give them this little green eye mask. Um, but he, <laughs> he went above and beyond it. He actually wrapped my individual legs, which I've never wow. had anybody do. I mean, it's always an adventure. I mean, sometimes, you know, it's total chaos. They're always like, well, am I going to mess up your playing? I'm like, don't even worry about it. Just let it be chaos. And uh, yeah, he went for the individual legs and it was really hard to get out of there. Because <laughs> it's like this wow. industrial... Think yeah. like industrial saran wrap. It's more for like furniture wrapping. It's this big industrial roll. It's expensive to do this show, I tell you. But yeah. Wow. So yeah. Um, while it's 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 good with we're we're talking with uh, Kim Priest and um, wow. So you know we're talking about Eugene, Oregon, a show she recently played, and uh, thankfully um, uh, uh, she had. Uh, uh, the opening band, uh, a member of the opening band, help with uh, individual leg wrapping for the first time in your career <laughs> with the plastic. So, I mean, if there's one thing about if there's one thing about Eugene, Oregon, I can say that if, if there's a higher likelihood of having your individual legs wrapped with plastic, Eugene, Oregon is is a pretty good spot for it, I think. And, okay. and, and so you got that experience. Um, I'll keep that in mind uh, for next time. Kim, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming Thank on. Thank you. Thanks for yeah. having me, Ken. Yeah, this is something yeah. rather than nothing. And we're talking with Kim Priest. Um, boy, uh, an artist. Uh, so the, the the quick backstory is uh, Peter Bauer, editor and producer of this podcast, uh, great musician, music guy, um, uh, opened up for uh, Kim and her band uh, Stunt Driver. And uh, we got the field report and uh, we're talking with with Kim now. And uh, Kim, I've done a dive into into your art. And um, I got to tell you, just like to, to, to frame everything. Um, I love what you do. I, I mean, I love, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a union guy in my background. I love uh, with art. I love provocative art. I love people thinking or messing with kind of structures to create thinking and engagement. So I see so much of that in, in, in what you do. And I have a lot of questions um, about, uh, you know, about that. Um, but first of all, uh, tell us about Stunt Driver. This is not a regular <laughs> old, you know, uh, band or anything. What, what uh, your Stunt Driver project, what, what, what are you doing when, when you're playing uh, Stunt Driver? Yeah, what is Stunt Driver? And just um, yeah, FYI for everyone, Stunt Driver, all caps, one word. <laughs> yeah. I always say that. Um, okay, so Stunt Driver. Whoa. All right, well, Peter, who you just mentioned, you know, witnessed the first time ever me doing a solo tour of the project. Um, I mean, yes, when I conceived this baby in like 2017, late 2017 i was like okay i'm tired of like doing the band thing i'm gonna start this solo thing but you know what it turned into this entire like immersive production so i uh i'm trying to make this as succinct as possible i started writing some jams i even went to a retreat in florida where i really like 
dove into them um, and then got together some songs, demos, whatnot, and ended up working with John Avila from Oingo Boingo and his business partner as producers. Um, and then we started working together and I hadn't even thought about like what the live version was going to look like yet as far as like band members, right? Um, I was just kind of in the writing phase. And they're like, hey, can we play in it? I was like, okay. So John ends up playing bass in many of the versions. His partner, Anton, business partner, Anton, um, ended up playing guitar. And it happened to be the guitar that John played back in like Oingo Boingo days. So Whoa. he still plays that thing. It's like this wow. 80s guitar. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty old. It's cool. It's pretty cool. Um, so those guys still play with me. Um, so then got ready for this crazy immersive version i basically had made a proposal to this cool warehouse performance space in la um called highways and they're like yes let's do it uh but i'm like okay let's do it in june and meanwhile it's like when did i agree to do that i don't know january this is 2018 and the songs weren't even done so it was like okay and i just like agreed and just was finishing songs, having like actor rehearsals, set building, all this stuff, like all at the same time. And it was really stressful, but pulled it out, pulled it off. And I mean, these shows were sold out. People were loving it. Um, basically, it was like a living album experience. So audience members would essentially walk through the album and each each station, I called them. Uh, propose like a different human challenge, right? You know, like really encouraging people to get out of their shells and all this stuff. Um, and there's, it's very much, I didn't even mention this. See, I've been working on this too long. Sometimes I'm bad at explaining it. Um, it's kind of like the age old battle of light and dark. So it's very sort of like Darth Vader meets the resistance. Like where does the evil come from? All this. Cause there's this evil lady called the influencer. Uh, she's the green lady. And um, obviously this came out of me, you know, making fun of social media um, originally. But uh, she has this product called Night Cream that disguises your flaws, your inner demons. And but she's kind of like a hoax. <laughs> so, yeah. But, you know, keep in mind, I wrote all this before the pandemic, but it oddly relates in certain ways. Um, but um, so, yeah, she's I'm not saying COVID is a hoax. I know that's what that's associated with, by the way. I'm not no, saying uh, that. Thanks, the word hoax. The disclaimer. It's been, it's been strange times for as long as I can remember. Any any disclaimer that you think is useful for, throw it out right. there. The word, I don't know. The word hoax might be triggering uh, for some. But anyways, the influencer, yeah, she's fake. And uh, she only lives in the virtual world. So then like in the live shows. And this kind of – actually, I used to never do her live. But then – during lockdown, I started doing all these live streams and I was like, oh my God, what if I become the influencer transforms into the driver? And the driver, for everybody knows, is really like the side of like the resistance. Good, you know, fighting, standing up for people's rights, you know, justice for all. Right. And we're, you know, white clad in these stunt, stunt, stunt suits um, with gold and, and black makeup and gold helmets, black gloves, the whole deal. And like these custom made suits made very sort of like evil Knievel meets Susie Quattro yeah. style suits. Um, but yeah, so it's this battle between them. And now it has morphed in recent versions post pandemic. Well, let me just back up. Sorry, let me back up. So after those crazy immersive versions where I like went in the hole and you know made sure everybody got paid except for myself, um, you know, I was like, okay, how do I keep up this project without any like significant backing or grants or anything? How do I keep this project up in a feasible way that, you know, obviously keeps it alive and fun, right? 
So um, then it just kind of turned into concert versions, but immersive concert versions. So, you know, that started getting jamming, right, 2019. You know, finally, like, finished the record back then because we never finalized the mixes. We just got them ready for those original immersive shows. So, but also, obviously, money was a thing, too. You know, so finally, 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 like, finished mixing them, mastering them, all that stuff. And then finally, record's ready to come out. And lockdown happens, yeah. right? You know, and obviously, like prior to that, we'd been playing out and stuff, and it was going really well, doing like video release shows, and you know, whatever, just playing out, you know. But you know, there's there's sponges that I hand out to the audience to have them sponge off their residual crap. Can I cuss on this? Am I allowed to? Cuss yes, on of this? course you can. I expected okay, you good. would. So okay, good. I do have a trucker mouth. Um, Me too. Me too. So but, <laughs> okay, good. But I also teach. I also teach acting to kids, so I often have to like, you know, put on the, you know, <laughs> what word would I use instead? Voice. Um, <laughs> You know, but of course, you know, if I ever slip, they're like, oh, my gosh, Miss Kim, you know, and they find it amusing. But um, anyhow, where was I? So, yeah, we started doing all the concert versions. Oh, yeah. Yellow sponges. There's a tunnel that's become a real big hit that people yeah. love climbing through it as this human tunnel. I mean, it was originally like a dog tunnel, but for a very large dog, um, maybe a Great Dane because <laughs> people can get through it. Like, actually, the other night, this is two weeks ago, a really person that was larger than the tunnel got in and i was afraid they were gonna get stuck but they made it i was afraid they're gonna rip my tunnel but um they actually might yeah have ripped i've it seen a little bit. i've seen the i've seen the tunnel and i didn't see you must be this tall or this size to go through so i uh, assume it's <laughs> yeah i don't i don't list any size specifications i don't you know right. I mean, all inclusive all inclusive you know make the decision <laughs> for yourself do you think exactly. you can, do you think you can get to the end of this or if not but you know it's all about transformation so you know maybe if you don't sometimes you got to turn back sometimes you got to turn back (laughs) but yeah so there's a tunnel there's obviously the plastic wrapping which we mentioned um and obviously i could go into detail what all these things mean too and what else is there something else i feel like there's some other thing i use well, let me ask you know, yeah. let me let me ask this Kim and and I think yes. um one of my one of the one of the areas you go in that 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 I see that that I love that I think is thought you know thought provoking fun is I am I've been fascinated for the longest time with the imaginary space between you performer and the audience and, and in general expectations that are around this, right? So I think if I go to a show and, and I buy a ticket, I am going to listen to music and I'm going to have my space and I'm going to kind of navigate it the way that I, that I will with, with your show or shows that kind of um, break down uh, the distance between uh, audience participator and you as as performer, what is that? What is that like for you to 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 go into that space and and to tinker with with that space? Because a lot of folks don't do it, and they say they need and they have to have and they expect on both sides that there's that boundary. When you mess with it, what's what happens? Oh, I mess with it big time. <laughs> <laughs> That's my jam. Yeah. Um, what? Well, um, I. it's interesting. I really, especially since I start now as the influencer, I 
start her pre-show. I oftentimes walk around the crowd before, you know, and depending on the setup of the of the concert, I mean, we might be playing some like dive bar, right, where there's no reveal. You know what I mean? I'm like right, sound right, checking right. and everybody's right there and I'm the influencer, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But sometimes but, but sometimes during that sound check moment, so there's this, I tie on this half body mannequin onto me. I strap this on and it's, so it looks like, you know, it's like mannequin boobs <laughs> yeah. and everything. But there's no way, like especially in the solo versions, I got to like check my bass, right? I got to like to my bass. I cannot put the bass on with that thing on, right? So... So for some of the sound checky things, I don't have it on, but I have everything else on, right? So I have this like lab coat over my driver outfit, you know, and I got the whole influencer get up green wig, this whole mask thing. I'm, um, you know, so I sometimes I talk to the audience during that part as the influencer, right? Sometimes I just ignore them, right? And then I say, you know, then and but in my like fake British accent, I say I'll be back. Um, actually, that's horrible. That was kind of Australian, but uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Hello, everybody. I'm the, the influencer. Yeah, she's sort of like Phil Noir. is popular in both England and Australia, so it might Great. it might bridge that bridge that bridge that bridge might, that gap. It might piss some people off, but um, but anyways, yeah. So sometimes I'm sort of in character, there's sometimes not. But to an- to really answer your question about that, I love that imaginary space or show we call it the fourth wall. Well, yeah, yeah. I make that fourth wall trend. I, I really want it to be um, transparent. I guess right. I want it to connect. So, which I, I love that you called it this imaginary space. Um, I think I just sort of like unabashedly am, or, or, or forcefully am the influencer. And then what she turns into that there's just like, I don't back down. And I think it scares a lot of people. I think it also through that fear by the end of the show, they're, it's like broken down some walls for them. Like I've seen it happen and it's really, it's really rewarding. I think that it's maybe like one of the coolest things, I guess, about, about to know that I could maybe help somebody to get out of their shell by me just being like a like total up clown. And, up and o- <laughs> up and no up and over something. I mean, I've seen, I've seen, yeah. you know, I've watched the, the, the videos and I think it's, I think it's really fascinating because it's a challenge and there's all sorts of outcomes as far as, you know, provocation. I mean, it's just the way that it mm-hmm. is. Something is totally. occurring and, yep. but just seeing, um, you know, just prompts to uh, engage or talk to like somebody that you don't know who's next to you and seeing like, active conversation that's been set up for that and it's not a world changer that's not necessarily yeah. the point i'd imagine but um it's it's something that's uh provoked and in in generated uh in the experience and I, and i find i find that um whether folks have asked for it or not they they, they there's a way to put have them jump over that hurdle and be like this person's cool. I didn't know they lived across town. They seem pretty. They seem pretty. They seem pretty nice, right? Unless they start talking to you about a hoax, and then you know, then right. you know, maybe. Oh, gosh. no hashtag hoaxes, please. All right. Please. Um, uh, and and we're speaking with Kim. Uh, and, and Kim Priest. Uh, thank you so much for coming on. I gotta I gotta mention a few of your influences. I love lists. I mean, I know it's an easy thing to grab at, but um, I was looking at your bio and seeing 
some influences and such uh, over your work. Wizard of Oz. I almost stopped there because uh, <laughs> Wizard of Oz, I think when you're into it means everything. And then there's other things, but um, uh, dragon disguise, clown, alter ego, love that superheroes thinking about transformation, eighties and nineties music videos. Yes. Yes. As far as an aesthetic. Um, so I, uh, I, you know, I see these uh, Grace Jones. Um, I see these, uh, these uh, various, uh, various pieces um and, and what you do. And what I wanted to ask you, Kim, is one of the one of the big questions. Uh, you're obviously uh, an artist, a fantastic artist, uh, uh, very noticeable and conspicuous. But what is what's art? What are you trying to do? <laughs> like, what do you what's art? I knew this question was coming. Um, what? is art you know i actually journaled on the on your questions the other day oh that's yeah love it i have them here in my yellow journal um well i i I do i think art is a way of processing the world whether you are you know the artist yourself or kind of like you said you know when you're going to a show you're whatever you're you're ready to see something experience something maybe feel something right um yeah but um I think art can offer perspective. I think it can offer escape, joy, entertainment, freedom. Um, and I mean, yeah, in a way of, you know, exploring issues, questions in the world. And and I think for me, and I'm sure many artists agree with this, when you are making it or presenting it, sharing it, um, it's kind of one of the most present times in your life. Yeah. Like when I'm on stage nothing else exists. I mean, yes, I'm taking in everything else that's going on, you know, but in the room, but I mean, in that moment, it's like, you know, that 30 minutes or whatever it is. Everything. It's everything. It's everything. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I I love that. I, um, I found that in, in asking the question, exploring art, uh, on, on the podcast, um, the big thing that pops up and asks about what is, what is art is like immediately moves to like, what is, what does it, you know, what is it doing for us? How is it helping us? Um, why do we need it? And that moment that you mentioned right there that I, I wanted to, to just capture about, um, of how you feel and who you are within the performance of art, I have found to be the most captivating magic around talking about, about art. When, when you're immersed um, in the experience, it could be the viewer and the part, you know, the participant or what have you, but as, as an artist performing that it is the thing, it is what is happening. It is who you are. And I know I've had that experience sometime and it feels like, a different way of experiencing time and like afterwards you're like whoa well that was a heck of an experience like wow mm-hmm. <laughs> and kind of move back move back out of it do you find uh for yourself um as far as taking on uh say alter ego or or personality that that just helps you uh, as a person to kind of explore artistically these different pieces of yourself? Wait, w- 
sorry, so repeat the question. Does it help help me? What what do you mean exactly? Help, yeah, help just me. like if, with taking up different aspects of how you perform mm -hmm. uh, as an artist, as different pieces and extensions of you in in, in developing. Um, just as far as the 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 meaning of that uh, for you, as far as you being able to express yourself fully. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's interesting. I mean, the influencer is obviously sure. I mean, sure, she's a part of me, you know, like the part of me that's like judgy, the part of me <laughs> that feels like there's things wrong. Sure. You know, um, and not to mention, I just love doing that accent. But and then the driver, the driver, she's just fun. She's just ridiculous, you know, the, the influencer. And then the driver is, I'm much more me during, the, as the driver, you know, um, maybe a little exaggerated, but I'm much more me. Um, yeah. And, you know, I used to do stand up comedy and it's something that I feel like, I'd all, I'd love to go back to, but just like any art form, it's that's a thing, right? That's a particular way of writing. That's a particular way, you know. And it's another thing, you know. Like my partner's always laughing, like, "What next? What next? <laughs> oh, you're gonna be this next, you know?" But, um, but yeah. I kind of get to exercise, you know, some little stand upy stuff as the driver, you know. And yes, I have my shtick for this for the show. You know, yeah. for sets, yeah. there's my shtick for sure. You know, tell which changes. About, tell me about stand. Tell me, tell me about, tell me about stand up. I love stand up comedy. I believe it's the biggest dear devil act. I mean, I, 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 I'm in awe of 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 mm. jumping in on stage, and there, there you have it. Can you can you give us a little little peek into that? I haven't been able to talk to many folks to do that, but as far as per performance. What is that experience like? You know, I can I haven't done it in a really long time. That's but fine. I will say of all like you're saying like of all the performance mediums, right? You know, just talking performance here. I mean, it is truly the most vulnerable and raw, right? Um and I and I think I think it's more about presence than it is about your actual punchlines, you know, or your material. You know, you can think of like some of the greats, like Lenny Bruce. Um, um, uh, drawing a blank here. But um, just Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor is huge for me. Yeah, and just like, but their presence alone, you know, was was hilarious. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't. I was really, really into it for this was this was this is like after college, and I was really into it and i was really going to all these open mics i was actually i'm from austin texas originally and i was back in austin for a summer doing shakespeare in the park and i was like i'm gonna i'm gonna start doing stand-up start doing stand-up i mean i was you know what my early 20s and um it was actually going really well you know i, I auditioned for this like hbo special um i didn't get on it but um i remember told this story about shitting in my pants and then they cut me off <laughs> Come on. They cut I was you number off. 99. They yeah, cut you like, off for that? Come on. I know. I know. Canceled. Canceled. Canceled in 19... Jeez. What is this? 1940s here? I mean, it's just a shitting yeah. in your pants joke. Late 90s. Out. Late 90s. But, um, yeah. And then, you know, it, it was... 
I don't know. I was having a blast. I was like really kind of getting involved in the scene and was really inspired in that way. You know, I'd get, you know, and th- I, I would like have a cocktail napkin and these ideas would be coming to me while I'd be like sitting at a show, you know, not that I wasn't paying attention to the former, but it was like spawning ideas and I'd be like, Ooh, write down that little trinket, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I moved and then I moved to San Francisco and I don't know, just, you know, whatever. I started doing other performance things and I kind of did it for a little bit and then it just kind of, you know, I, I mean, I think it's, I think it's in my work. I think it shows up in yeah. my work, but not as a, this is pure stand up, you know? And I don't know, maybe one day I'll get back to it, but yeah. you know, what about too many things on my list. <laughs> I got a question. Just so the final question about that is, um, what about the, uh, you know, the, the, the boundary, let's say it's the imaginary boundary, you know, you, you know, did, I mean, I, I, when I was mentioning my comments about you as a performer, I, I tend to think about that in, um, you know, with comedy as well, such as the relation with the audience, stepping into them, mm. um, yeah. uh, busting their balls, like picking out yeah. one person, busting their, you know, breaking that piece down. And of course, recently, culturally with the, Chris Rock, you know, Will Smith, we saw that the the, the boundary between the audience oh, yeah. and, and, well, yeah. and the performers <laughs> busted wide open. But did, were you and the comedy bit uh, on that particular point, were, were you thinking about those things? Were you kind of fucking with those things? On, when Definitely. Doing well, I wasn't up? punching people in the face or anything. But no. um, but as far as I mean, that's kind of the way i go about the world i love people that fuck with me and i love fucking with people like in good fun i mean one of my main goals in life is to just spread joy so if that means i'm like making you laugh or being ridiculous you know fantastic yeah you know i think that's i think that's gonna keep me maybe alive for a while <laughs> well i deeply appreciate you doing you doing that i uh, it reminded me of um i have i had a painter on the show one of my favorite painters vanessa, her name's vanessa uh, stockard and um she she's called herself a happiness peddler and it was just like a really Aww. cool thing it was just like you know there's some there's some, you know, darker themes and stuff like that to work through in the art and stuff. But like in general, the jokes and the paintings and the paintings themselves are being able to mess with different popular cultural pieces. It was just just trying to sure. tweak things and become a happiness peddler. So, hey, peddling happiness, uh, mixing things up. Um yeah, I, I love it. So, Kim, uh, it's a little peek uh, inside you doing a, 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 st- a stunt driver. Can you tell us, um, like, uh, w- what what you're up to and just, um, like, just in general, like, where stunt driver shows up, things like that, focusing on your performance? Yeah, yeah. So, well, as you know, I just did that. I just did that big test of me going like on a solo tour and it was amazing. I mean, the hardest thing was not getting enough sleep, driving five hours, doing a show and then going to sleep for a little bit, trying five hours, doing a show, you know, yeah. not being able to like take a nap while someone else is driving, you know? Yeah. Um, but would I do it again? Absolutely. Um, so that just happened and that was great. Um, and so now, well, so what that did to me, what that did for me was to go, oh yeah, I can do this solo and it's still just yeah. as fun. Um, yeah. I mean, sure. It's great to have my bandmates. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. But so that being said, this Sunday, um, just the way it's working out with availability and just 
life this Sunday doing a little show in Long Beach. And actually, the only person that could do it is my guitar player. So it's just the two of us. So, oh, wow. um, so I'm playing. So what's really fun too is I've been. I mean, I I do play bass, but I in the full band versions I don't play bass. But I started playing bass in the solo versions, and it's really fun for me. So, you know, because I really love 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 bass. Um, and I'm starting a side project, but that's a whole other story. But um, so where's Sun Driver <laughs> going next? Next big full band show is at the Viper Room before it gets turned into condos on June 24th oh. in LA. That's turning yeah. into condos. Give us the LA yep. scoop. What's the LA scoop there? I, I, I mean, yeah. That's it. That's, that's it. Viper Room. Yeah. Viper Room's now condos. Will be condos. Not, I mean, soon. Soon. I don't know soon. when the exact date is, but, you know, everybody's right. like scrambling to get in there. So I was like, screw it. Let's do it. So yeah. we're doing that. And that'll be like another like full band production, you know. So John Anton and I got Sean Burgess on drums. He's fantastic. And he's he's been doing a ton of shows with me. Like we've done just him and I as a duo. In fact, we did we did uh, a show a couple of weeks ago. It was right after I got back from the solo stuff. Just him and I at this dive bar in the valley, and there was a fight that broke out. <laughs> it was nuts. This is when the guy couldn't fit through the tunnel, or he did, you know, had some challenges. And yeah. but honestly, but sometimes, sometimes there's these places where I'm like, do I bring out the tunnel? Because there's like, it seems like there's no room. Like this was a dive bar where there were like tables everywhere. And I'm like, fuck it. And so when it came that moment, I moved some tables and pulled the tunnel out. It was hilarious. So the tunnel, I mean, it's, I'm, and I'm telling you, like, kind of going back to that 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 space that you're talking about, the imaginary space. Even places I've played where this was like on tour, I noticed this, you know, where there's like the cool guy factor, you know, like everybody's like, you know, not moving and their arms yeah, are crossed, yeah. wearing all black, right? Yeah they even start to soften up. So if I could like get to those people, it's, it's kind of really amazing. It's like, it's okay. We can all have fun. We can smile. It's cool. But, um, yeah. So stoke. Oh, and the dancers will be back for the June 24 show at the Viper room. So I have two dancers, but we were rehearsing as two dancers. Then one got COVID when we were getting bet- ready for our album release in April. So I just, so I've just had one dancer so far. So both dancers are back. Fingers crossed. It stays that way. Um, with our climate and um, yeah, maybe actors too. We'll, we'll investigate. Cause sometimes I have actors too, that are the influenzas and they work for the influencer. So they're like these minions of her that spread the word. She's like a cult leader, you know, of night cream. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Then working on some other, like, obviously, I mean, just kind of like focusing on building in LA, but also like regionally, right. There's the desert, there's inland empire, all that stuff. Um, and then I'm going to be in Austin this summer, so I'm working on an Austin gig, which obviously I would do solo. And then I'm going to be in New York a bit, so I'm working on some New York gigs, you know. And, you know, it's tricky. It's tricky. Like, I wish I could be like, hey, I'm flying the band out. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not like this is like – it's not one of those bands where we all came up with it together and we all split everything. It's not that. Um I do would like I would like to have a project like that again, but this one's just not like that. It's kind of like, all right, who can do what? You know, obviously, unfortunately, you know, it comes down to money lots of times. You know, if somebody in New York's like, hey, I'll fly you guys out. Here's a guarantee. Hell yeah, it's full band. But 
Yeah, that's just a normal door deal. Lots of times it's just. Hey, let's see here that person. out there out east. I'm originally from Rhode Island. I know some East Coast listeners listen. Uh, shout out to. I know a bunch of folks down in Austin, Texas. Uh, oh, yeah. Love, 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 love Austin. I am a East Coast guy. I adore L.A. You know, I grew up I grew up on the East Coast. L.A. for me growing up in the 80s was like. Was like like a weird wizard of Oz, right? It was like, yeah. it was just, I was a working class kid. It was such a, a big idea, a big thing. And, uh, I finally went to LA a few years ago, living out in the the West coast. And I don't know, I've never been ashamed at being caught up in all the, all of it, all of it there, good and bad and everything. I, I, uh, I love LA, which would have gotten me kicked out of Boston in places where, you know, I was at times, but no, I just, I just, I just love it. And of course we're reaching Kim, uh, from, from the wonderful, uh, from the wonderful city of, uh, Los Angeles. And, um, what I wanted to ask you, uh, Kim and, um, and and thanks for this interview. I mean, I the list of stuff that you do and you're into, and it's, it's it's all in my wheelhouse. So it's just like for me, it's just like Aww. thanks for being here because all this shit's really cool. Um, <laughs> but um, I wanted to ask. It's 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 a it's a bit of an uh, of an odd question um, because I think I know the answer, but I, I wanted to ask you it. And I I ask artists, why is it that you create? or or choose to create because you don't have to but what what is that i mean it's just an overriding force is it's a way like i need this to keep my head healthy but uh, why do you create i mean it kind of it come and look at my journal entries <laughs> yes. you, I that, is, on your question. that is completely permissible <laughs> because otherwise why did you put in put in the good journaling yeah. work oh, here's know? what i wrote here's what All i right. wrote I wrote to process, to feel, to flow, to be present, to question, to investigate, to play, to entertain, to inspire, to collaborate, to be, I can't read that, to be at ease maybe? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that says. Um, But yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, why? and then to be at ease, yeah. you couldn't you couldn't read the to be at ease. You might not have been at ease when you were doing it. But I might that have was, been at ease. That was a fan- fantastic list. And I do want to stop. <laughs> and I know of all the all the therapy that I get, all the people I talk to about healing. Uh, I am glad that you're referencing that you journaled around these questions. Um, I know so many people say, "Hey, just do this." If you got weird ass thoughts in your head, like put them on the paper and put the paper away. So folks, um, good practice as far as I know. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been doing morning pages. I don't know if you're the artist way, Julia Cameron, the morning pages. I've been doing it for like 20 years where you just get up and literally just let the pen flow. You know, that's more like subconscious style writing, but you know, but then I have prompts too, you know, so yeah. thank you. Yeah. Prompts. Look at- Look but, at this. Um, it isn't just all wildness and just everything. It's uh, yeah about being you know, a it's funny. Yeah. I, I listened to a few of your, a few of the podcasts, like specifically the ones you told me to listen to. Ah, and I can't remember who it was. Oh, the one that, that makes stuff in nature. Um, I can't remember. Uh, grew up in an artist family. 
that's all that she does. It's one of your recent ones. But I was just like, wow, gosh, she's creating all the time. And yeah. and sometimes and yes, I do put pressure on myself to create, right? But then I was like, I've just been thinking a lot lately, well, why is there this pressure to do it? Like yeah, you know, yeah. like how do I have like this like instead of being like, oh, I gotta focus and making it like this closed heart action, like super focused tunnel vision, what is it like to have like open heart? even with pressure right if that makes sense um because lots of times i mean unfortunately i mean unless you got a team working for you you don't just get to make art all the time there is a business side to it and there's a lot of freaking admin admin that's really annoying (laughs) you know so i find myself oftentimes getting really obsessed with like booking you know reaching out you know, or like this week I had to catch up on like editing some live videos, you know, and I try to make that creative, but at the end of the day, it still feels like an admin task, you know, yeah. or updating this yeah. profile or make sure, you know, and I really try talking about boundaries. I really try to create or compartmentalize, you know, like, okay, you know, Mondays and Wednesdays are this, you know, blah, 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 blah. Just otherwise I can get too scattered about it or it's like i'm forcing it or whatever just really allocating time for different things you know and for different yeah. projects too yeah yeah and i uh it was funny i did send you uh i did send you certain uh podcasts i'll drop who the guest is uh in in the notes but yeah. i would also say is um you know being very interested in in looking at the things you do I can't, I, I, who knows what I sent you as far as that? Yes. Like, I, I mean, a, I could take a screenshot of it. I could probably tell I you, mean, you, you. I'm saying part of my point is I think it would be easy to suggest things to you, but tough to remember the various things that I suggested. Right, right, you. right, right. No, it was, it was cool. Um, but, uh, well, yeah. And, and of course, uh, thanks, thanks for, thanks for listening. We got, um, we got Kim priest here from, from stunt driver. And, uh, I don't know if she's have to consult her, uh, her, her, her journal here, but I do have, I do have kind of a, a a big one is, um, brought Kim priest here to, uh, answer the question. Why is there something rather than nothing? <laughs> I knew it was coming. Um, let me consult my journal. Um, then we don't know what's next. We don't know. Yeah. Um, we make art out of nothing, right? Or, but there's always something to hold on. Let me look at what I wrote. Yeah, we make art out of nothing because there's always something, right? And then sometimes we don't even know, you know, what's next, but there's always something. So whether it's, whether it's, we've received a prompt from an individual, um, or, or life, or it may be something that inspired us or triggered us or whatever it may be. There is always something to draw from, you know, and I teach acting. So I'm, uh, so even when, you know, students are like, well, I don't relate, you know, but it's like, no, there's always something. There is always something, even if something seems so far away from you. There is always something. It could just be fear. It could be, you know, you've experienced joy before and this person is having a totally joyful moment or yeah. vengeance or whatever it may be, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I love, We're always I, making I, stuff out of nothing. I, I, I love that. I don't, I, I, I wasn't sure in the journal whether, you, you know, the question is, is so 
and ridiculous and it's uh, profound or ridiculous. <laughs> it matters what mood you're in. But I think, yeah. you know, I think I could imagine you might have done like a, a funny face and cross out or, you know, tell, no. tell the, tell, yeah. Oh no. I mean, it's, I, 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 okay. I, I love it. Thank you for, uh, thank you f- uh, for, for playing on that. I think what I want to do on the podcast sometime is have the, uh, the pauses in the giggles when I ask such a, 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 a wild question. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always, it's always <laughs> fun. And I appreciate you philosophizing. I mean, I, I, you know, for me, uh, with philosophy too, a lot of it's active. So when I see you, when I see you, you know, messing with the, the, the boundaries that have been set up socially for me, that's philosophy. Cause a lot of philosophers, um, where you can start to think is where there's a crack or where there's a breakdown or where there's something that messes things up. And, uh, I don't know. I, I think you prompt thinking, I think questions prompt thinking and, uh, I, I love everything you do, Kim. It's so, Aww, Ken, it's, thanks. It's, yeah, yeah, it's 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 groovy and um love the music thanks. and I love the um uh the the engagement and the serendipity of editor and producer Peter Bauer finding uh stunt driver and Kim Priest yes. in Eugene. This is how uh this is how it all it all happens. Um, uh, Kim, oh, I know nice. you mentioned, yeah, yeah, definitely. Kim, I know you mentioned um, uh, some of the spots uh, you'll be arriving at uh, under Stunt Driver. Can you tell the audience you know, where, where to find your stuff, uh, music, visuals, uh, website, all that type of thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I do website. Um, will kind of lead you lead you to everything for Stunt Driver, that is. Yeah. Um, so the website is just stuntdrivermusic.com. Stunt, S-T-U-N-T-D-R-I-V-E-R, music.com. Um, and I just, like I said, I just edited a ton of live videos. Um, unfortunately, none of them are from the solo rendition. But, okay. um, but there's maybe in like Instagram stories, they're probably in the highlights for live there's some in there, but on YouTube, you know, it's on YouTube, but all that is clickable on the website. But, um, as far as like my handle on all the forms of social media, it's stun driver music because unfortunately stun driver was taken. So stun driver music, you know, on Twitter, it's like stun driver muse, but whatever. I don't really worry too much about Twitter. Um, and obviously, you know, Spotify, it's, you know, the thing, it's just stun driver on yep. there. But, um, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to work and then, you know, I've been applying for grants and stuff for other projects and they're like, where's the Kimpriest.com website? I'm just like, ah, that's, you know, I've owned Kimpriest.com forever, but as far as like making an actual website just for that, cause then that's another, you know, that's another 180 another bucks a year, Yeah, you know, it's another, another thing. And because I keep getting that question a lot, like, well, who's the artist behind Stunt Driver? Like, who is, you know? And so eventually I'll make that freaking website. But I do, you know, like, I used to go by Hawk, Tomahawk. So Hawk is Kim Priest is the Instagram for that, where I post kind of like the other stuff yeah. for now. Yeah. But um, it's all about adventure. It's all about adventure. That's like, I guess that's, I didn't throw that in when you asked me about art, but it's adventure. Life is adventure. That's Thank like my you. trigger word adventure and so i try to make art an adventure i try to make shows an adventure i look at my bandmates before we go on stage and i'm just like hey let's have an adventure who knows what's gonna happen you know and it's true yeah. with I every love- show it's totally different and um it's been really fun and hopefully i can just 
offer people an experience, you know, something feel something. Maybe we can all empathize about something. You yeah. Know, and laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a big part of the the show. Um, I think about in terms of uh organizing or living life, you know, authentically of, you know, connecting with folks, having an experience that is transformative or fun or silly or a stunt mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, I, yeah. I, I just, I, I love that because I feel that, you know, for me, yes, it appeals to my particular makeup and who I am, but I, I'm, I'm convinced that everybody needs, everybody needs some of that and they kind of move away from, from that. So thanks for bringing it. Uh, thanks for bringing yeah. that stuff. Uh, to to the table and um and uh thank you thank you for thank you for what you do um and and uh hanging out um it's it's really been a great uh pleasure kim and i'm, I'm gonna be looking actively uh for what you do and where you pop up and hopefully you know i um i i when when you're around i can catch uh catch catch a show i have a very large Gumby outfit. I don't know if that's a licensed thing where that would fit into yes. what's going on, but I'm thinking green <laughs> with the green mask and stuff like that. Um, oh, listen, you're wrapping me in plastic if you're at a live show, Ken. That, that, in, that's in the that's, Gumby outfit. Um, wow, this this setup. All right, so yes. we've done some collaboration work in planning already. So the Tasky type of stuff that you were talking about, we took care of it when you're doing the Tasky podcast interview, which was fun, hopefully. So that was awesome. It's awesome. No, we'll do a run. We'll do another run up the coast. You know, maybe in a few months, fall, early fall. So. Yeah. Yeah, you're the, on my list. That's you're on my Portland and my Eugene list. <laughs> I get with Portland, Portland and, and Eugene. Uh, so, um, yeah, thanks, thanks, thanks again, Kim. Uh, thank, thanks for hanging out. Um, I hope you have uh, uh, have a great uh, day, evening, um, etc. And I and I hope we get a chance to chat uh, really soon. Keep doing what you do and. Uh, everybody, check out um, Stunt Driver live. Check out the podcast. Check out the site. Check out Kim, and um, I'm I'm sure you will uh, enjoy and be better by the experience. So thanks, Kim. Thank you so much, Ken. Love the show. Be in touch. Thank, thank you.
This is Something Rather Than Nothing.